Welcome to the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. I'm your host, Kate Krakow, author, therapist, and business mindset coach. In just 20 minutes a week, I'm going to coach you to your breakthrough, whether you're folding laundry, walking the dog, or in the school pickup line. It's hard to chase your dreams, chase clients, and chase littles at the same time. Your inner critic doesn't have to hold you back anymore. Together, we'll make you the boss of your brain so you can become the confident boss of your business and your life. Ready for your weekly mindset makeover? Let's turn your limiting beliefs into limitless opportunity starting now. Welcome to episode 165 of the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. This week, we are back for our unpopular opinion series. And I'm actually going to continue to talk about this birth is beautiful concept because if you checked out my social media, I, t- I didn't share an episode last week. Um, I wanted to pause it just to sort of share my thoughts and feelings around some of the responses that I received from the birth is beautiful episode 164. If you haven't listened, go ahead and take a listen back. And honestly, I really had conflicting responses and it wasn't meant to single anyone out or to silence anyone else's stories. It purely was there to be a resource for new moms and to be an encouragement for new moms to be able to hear from other women who had positive experiences because so many women have positive birth stories. So without further ado, let's dive into this. I have a couple of things I want to share. So let's do this. Okay. So first of all, before we dive in, I would love to invite you guys to join my launch team. And I'm going to be having some emails sent out pretty soon about all the details of how to join. If you want to prepare yourself to get ready for it, all you have to do is go on over to Amazon or Barnes and Noble or Baker Book House, wherever you buy your books and pre-order Drawing the Line how to achieve more peace and less burnout in your life. And what will happen is once we are ready to open launch team, you will get an invite. We, I'm thinking we're capping at around 250 people, just like my course. So make sure that you're ready to dive in because there might be a lot of people who are wanting to come in because we're going to be giving away a lot of different gifts for those of you who join the launch team. Um, You will get a physical copy of the book, the first hundred people before the book actually hits shelves. Um, You'll also get a digital copy. You'll also be getting the audio book. And I think you're also going to get the ebook of my first book as well. And then there's some other bonuses. So there's a lot of fun stuff. So make sure that you just go pre-order that book if you haven't yet. It means so much to me. As an author, as a mama, as a business owner, this is something that I worked very hard on. And I worked years to birth this book and to get it out into the world. And it was a tough process. I'll say that. It wasn't a hard process, but it was beautiful. And that's actually what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how sort of this, uh, the dialectics and the coexisting of pain and beauty, because I think so often we only say something is beautiful when it was perfect, right? Or when it worked out exactly as we wanted. And this is the one thing that I've really just sort of noticed with the whole going back to the birth story is that people tend to say that something is traumatic when an experience doesn't work out as planned. And I think that we need to be really careful the way that we use trauma because the word trauma, because there are 
actual trauma survivors out there, right? There are people who have experienced like real, real, real trauma. And I think over the last few years, especially, we've like sort of used that word loosely. And, you know, people, and I, you know, I'll say I'm guilty of this too. I've probably said it myself, like, oh, that was really traumatizing. In respect for those who have actual, who are, let, let's say, like, you know, someone who has been sex trafficked or um, someone who has been physically abused or mentally abused or sexually abused or had a traumatic accident happen. Like we need to be really careful the way that we use that word. And that's why maybe in the way that I responded to some people, or maybe even some of the words that I use when explaining what went on with this podcast and some of the comments I received, um, you probably could sense that I had a little bit of anger because there's this I don't know if it's like with this generation that we're living in right now, this society that we're living in, there are so many people that if things don't go their way, they are, they are victims and they feel like they've experienced trauma. And yes, we can't judge somebody's trauma, right? And we can't, um, because depending on someone's emotional stability and where they're at, So something that may seem like no big deal to me could feel traumatic for someone else. But I think that we need to give ourselves more credit. And I think that we really need to learn to just try to look at the bright side of things a little bit more. I feel like we are uh, like this society and this generation that we're living in, like everybody is just so soft Um, and we need to grow a thicker skin. And I'm not trying to be insensitive or anything, but There's just so much canceling of people. Like, it's just, you know, like your words are triggering to me. So I can't be friends with you anymore, this or that. And I think we have to learn to be able to tolerate more, to be able to just sort of take our time before canceling, not hopping on bandwagons. Again, I find it very disrespectful to those who have really suffered trauma in their lives. And again, what I'm seeing is individuals who have a plan and hope that this plan goes a certain way. When it doesn't go their way, they call it trauma. And just because something doesn't go as planned doesn't mean that it's not beautiful. Okay. So I I kept trying to like wrap my head around, you know, what some of these women were saying to me in messages. And again, it's very split. There were 50% of women who were messaging me and saying, it makes me really sad that I can't share how beautiful my birth story is because every single time I get attacked or I'm about to have a baby and I was at an event recently and people know I'm about to have the baby and they all, you know, a group one by one, several women came up to me and told me how traumatic their birth story was. And it's like, we have to just stop. Okay. We have to start before we jump into something. And I know guys, I will say, I'm not saying I'm perfect. Back when I had my first, like maybe I, maybe who knows, maybe I said something like that. Maybe I said like birth sucks and it was so painful. And here's the thing. We all know that birth is painful, right? Like we know that there's no way around that. But we have to stop being victims. And here's, okay, so this is, uh, as I'm trying to like understand it, okay? And again, so many women messaged me and said they felt silenced, that they were, they have been attacked when they've said that their 
birth story was beautiful and they experienced, a, they had a really good experience with birth. And here's the thing, the women who have said they've, most of the women who have said they've had a pretty good experience with birth were women who really researched birth. Okay. And looked at what has worked in the past because we, in the past, because we've been birthing babies for eternity, right? It's, we've been doing it forever. And there has been mo- modern medicine is, is pretty new. Women have still been do, still continue to do it, um, even after experiencing the pain, right? Like we've just continued to do it. And I think it's because most women can actually see the bright side and can see the positive and can see the beauty from it. And that's why we keep doing it because we see, okay, there is pain. There is going to be pain before I can grab my baby and have my baby in my arms. And again, it's not to say that there aren't traumatic times. I know people who have had very traumatic birth stories, right? There are people who have stillbirths, right? Like that is traumatic. And I can't even imagine, and I'm not trying to negate that, right? There is trauma that happens with birth for sure, but there's also beauty. And that's what we need to talk about. And that's what we need to share with women who are afraid. And that's what I'm going to share with my, my little girls. And I had some women say my whole life, like everyone told me how beautiful birth was. And I'm so mad at them that they did that because then it was traumatic for me and I expected it to be so perfect. So we can't also live on the other side either. We need to learn to do our own research. That's what it comes down to. We need to learn to, to talk to both sides. Right. And again, I'm not saying that we don't listen to trauma stories, but like, we need to learn that both it's, it's, it's okay for both to share. And, um, it's especially important for those who have had positive experiences to feel, to not feel silenced and not feel attacked so that they can share so that other women can feel better about it. Right. Cause we know that if we can go into it, not feeling so afraid, maybe we would have a better outcome, right? I'm not saying that it's going to give us a better outcome, but maybe we will have a better outcome. Hey guys, so spring is on its way finally. And I don't know about you, but when I think about the spring, I think about people getting outside more, being more social, getting more visible. And when I say visible, I want to introduce you guys to my course, Invisible to Impactful. I bet some of you are wanting to use that new spring energy and put yourselves out there in business even more. And if that's you, and if you've been wondering how to get yourself visible, how to work through some of those fears and insecurities and limiting beliefs that maybe you tell yourself that's been holding you back from getting visible, this course is for you. It is simple. It is straightforward. And I also give you a bonus module and the bonus module includes how to create all of your content for an entire year in about 30 minutes a week. Once you go through 13 weeks of creating your content, you are pretty much done forever. It's crazy. I know. Ask all of my clients, ask all of my mastermind ladies. I love making things simple. And this is how I started doing my content five years ago and still do it today. So I want to give you guys a special little bonus because I'm on maternity. I am spending beautiful time outside right now. And why not just 
give you a fun little bonus. So anyways, get $100 off. Let's go from invisible to impactful with the code thinking like a boss podcast. Now this has to be all in caps. Okay. So uppercase letters, thinking like a boss podcast. All you have to do to find the link to go and purchase this course is head on over to keycrackle.com forward slash courses, keycrackle.com forward slash courses. Again, get a hundred dollars off with the code thinking like a boss podcast in all caps. Guys, don't wait, go get started now. This is my signature course has been out there for four years and people swear by it. All right. Love ya. And my outcome for my last birth the whole time was like, well, I don't know what these policies are going to be, hospital policies. So you know what? Worst case scenario, if there are policies in place when I'm about to have this baby that I don't agree with, you know what? I could just try having the baby at home. And yes, maybe it's not the safest thing um, because I don't have a midwife or I don't have a doula, but you know what? Like, and I'm not saying this that I'm that I'm ignorant or anything or that I'm dumb, but I think I could figure it out, right? It is a natural, and yes, there again, there are situations where a baby is turned or you know, something goes wrong. However, what I also really wanted to stress because I didn't fully understand it until having a different birth with my third, that too many medical interventions can possibly cause more medical interventions and more problems, right? And that's also another reason why during our pregnancy, we need to try to be healthy too. Like we need to take responsibility. That's what this is about. We need to do our best to keep our bodies healthy so that if we are having a baby, when it is time that hopefully there are not complications. And yes, healthy people can have complications. And I'm not saying that. I feel like I have to keep defending myself because I was honestly attacked from so many different areas. Like if you typically are a fit individual, birth is going to be a little easier for you. I have a close, I have a close friend and we have been friends for years for like over 20 years. And she is exercise every day of her life. She's in the best shape possible and her birds were so quick. And I, it just like shocks me because I met her the last time she had a baby. I met her the week after and she was like, oh yeah, like I'm going back to the gym this week. And I'm like, what? Her body, like my body is not in any way near shape like that. Right. But her body was so physically fit. And of course, birth was painful and hard for her because it is for anyone, but she had a really great experience and she snapped back so fast being able to walk around and to get, be able to get back outside and chase after her other little toddler. And she felt so good. And that is available for all of us, right? It's about taking responsibility and taking care for ourselves. Now going to this whole, you know, going back to what I found the common denominator was, is that with the the trauma piece, when people say they have a traumatic birth or trauma in life, it's because things are not going as they planned. And what I want to say is that just because something doesn't go as planned doesn't, again, doesn't mean it's not beautiful. And I wrote a little something down I wanted to read to you because many women, you know, will have a positive, really positive 
birth experience, but then breastfeeding is really hard for them, right? And what I want to say, so my breastfeeding experience has been extremely hard. It's been painful, like not actually painful physically, but painful emotionally. However, I still look at it as the most beautiful thing that one of the most beautiful things I've ever been able to do for my children. And I could beat myself up and say, you know, it's not fair that, you know, my experience was different. Like I have not been able to produce enough milk to keep my kids alive. Um, Charlie had failure to thrive, but I still look at it as beautiful. So let me just read this to you. My breastfeeding journey hasn't been easy, but it's been beautiful. I've doubted my body's ability to make milk. I've compared myself to the mamas who have freezers full where I can't keep up with the hour by hour feedings. And guess what? My journey is still beautiful. I went off antidepressants to see if that would help. We sadly was sadly disappointed. My milk volume remained the same. And guess what? The journey of it is still beautiful. My baby was given the term failure to thrive when I stopped producing and she wouldn't take a bottle, but we figured it out together and my journey is still beautiful. I told myself with more time, dedication, and resources, baby number three would be bound to get more milk. Yet I was sadly disappointed, but the journey is still beautiful. Just because something is painful doesn't mean it's traumatic. Just because something isn't perfect doesn't mean it's not beautiful. It's about embracing the beauty of the and. Pain and beauty can coexist. And by viewing life through that lens, we are no longer victims. We are victorious. We fought the good fight. We've done all we could to be different for it to be different, yet the outcome was not as expected. And that in itself is beautiful, okay? So I wanna just close with that today. I hope that maybe somebody can relate to that little, I don't know what I wanna call it, not a poem, but (laughs) a little excerpt of something that I wrote. And you can just understand that, again, just because something doesn't go as planned, right? I hoped with every new baby, things would be different. And I'm sure some of you with your birth plan feel the same way, right? Things would, hopefully things would be different and maybe they didn't turn out different. Maybe they turned out harder, but it is still beautiful. And the journey has still been beautiful. All right, my friends, that's what I got for you today. I hope that helped you better understand where I was coming from. I would love to hear what new episodes you would like me to record. Um, We're going to be talking again a lot more about boundaries and creating more peace, creating less burnout in your life, being able to live a life of of alignment and fulfillment, passion and unapologetic living where you don't feel like you have to please everyone else. So let me know what type of topics you'd like me to talk about and I will record some for you. See you next week. Hey friends, make sure you subscribe so you can receive the latest episode automatically downloaded wherever you are listening to this show. We also read every single review. So make sure you let us know what you thought about today's episode by leaving a review. Love ya.